Thanks, sir. I appreciate that. Good afternoon, my friend, and thank you so much for tuning in. Flat out beautiful day for a radio program. Uh, this story out of uh, Rome is just an extraordinary heartbreak. Um, you have what, for all intents and purposes, looked like a man who yesterday or, or the night before uh, yesterday uh, murdered uh, his wife, the uh, a mother of his young children. No, that charge has not yet been brought. Uh, he has uh, been uh, charged with uh, concealing a human corpse, and that uh, uh, refers to his wife, a beautiful lady named Carolee uh, DeVolio. Um, uh, she and Jason DeVolio, who is a person of interest in her death, uh, are the parents of little girls who are two, four, and five years old. Um, a five-year-old who would have started kindergarten in a month, uh, still will, I suspect, um, but will do so without a mother to love her and send her off on the first day. It is a situation in which if this man is implicated in the woman's death and if he ultimately is convicted for uh, any possible association with that, he may well have made his daughters orphans um, all in one cold, brutal act. The pair were divorcing. Uh, he went to his brother. The best information we have is yesterday morning to say that uh, his, uh, Jason's wife, uh, Kara Lee, had killed herself. And uh, something about uh, he had put her body in a dumpster. Well, Utica police, check that, Rome police, I'm sorry, um, who thankfully don't get a lot of cases like this, um, immediately began uh, searching and asking the public to search. They went to the transfer station uh, for refuse collection, um, and they continued going up the uh, uh, solid waste disposal stream to the uh, Oneida County landfill. And there, uh, this young mother was found. And, you know, we here at Broadcast Central have to tell you about that. That's our job. Um, that's what the news tonight is. But it is uh, such a, a heartbreaking uh, story. And it is an illustration, of course, uh, if the father is involved, domestic violence <clears throat> and the horrible evil it can do. It also, um, there are simple lessons. You know, God gives us commandments. And uh, we don't talk much about commandments anymore. We don't talk much about God anymore. And uh, maybe not surprisingly, um, our actions in our society uh, become ever less godly, never less good. Um, but the deal is that when God gives commandments, it is not to restrict our freedom. It is to protect us, to protect us from the consequence of of doing wrong, of doing evil. Commandments are always meant to protect. And they can protect not just us, but also people who would be negatively impacted or even victimized by our sinful choices. And in this situation, uh, small commandments, love your neighbor as yourself, treat people the way that you want to be treated, thou shalt not kill. Those commandments are ignored. And the protection which obedience would have brought is lost. And a painful and horrible consequence comes about. The loss of this young mother 
the sorrow and impact which will be upon her daughters for, I suspect, almost all of their lives. And uh, this man will lose his freedom, which, if he's guilty, uh, won't halfway pay his penalty. Anyway, I don't want to go on about this because you and I, we have the same mind, the same imagination, the same comprehension of what is lost. Um, I stand in awe of those of you who are mothers. And this is not some, you know, cliche claptrap we say uh, on Mother's Day or whatever like that. But, um, you know, God calls mothers to a, a difficult and holy task to provide love and support, training, nurture, and encouragement um, at so many different stages of life to an ever-changing little creature who sometime may well be resistant to you, uh, may sometimes even defiantly oppose you, and yet who you must uh, 24-7, 365, be there for, provide love and counsel and guidance for. There is nothing that comes to my mind on this earth more sacred than the bond between a mother and a child. It's not there with all mothers uh, or children. Uh, one or both sides can uh, spoil the stew, if you will. And there are mothers who turn cold hearts to the warm instincts of of motherhood. But uh, overwhelmingly, whether you're walking down the street or uh, seeing some lady in the store holding your child's hand, when you see the interactions of a mother and child, I think you are uh, more often than not witnessing something that is sacred. And um, children drink it up, the affection, the love, the safety of mother. And to take that away from a child um, is incredibly evil. And to ladies who are mothers, you pour yourself out until you are empty and beyond. And then you pour yourself out a little bit more. It's an interesting uh, deal because I know how you get to be mothers. I have lived enough years, and I'm the father of nine children myself. I know how you get to be mothers because you are a hot mama. And the old man is fired up, and so are you. And everybody watch out because here we go, right? And uh, a couple, three weeks later, it's, well, hold it. Let's get one of those tests. And uh, oh, my gosh, and all that sort of wondrous sort of transformational. Yes, there's puking, yeah, but uh, sometimes. And all that wonderful transformational kind of thing. What to expect when you're expecting. The first stirring of life. I kid you not, I felt the baby move. The anticipation, the names, the fun. Well, my great-grandmother's name was Lulu Bell. And uh, should we paint this room? Or do I need to try to get a second job? There, so all these things that kick in. And, and mother has within her body another life grow, right? <laughs> what is with that? Son of a gun, right? And then in most instances, mother delivers this life through an experience that hurts pretty bad, right? And which through most of human history has potentially endangered her life and even today still does. And then, you know, this young mother who got into this situation because nine months ago she was one hot mama, um, something new and different 
uh, starts becoming a part of her. Not a different self, but a different stage of self. And you will see that young hot mama spend all the rest of her life focusing her life on the nurture and support love of another life or a string of little lives. It is sacred. It's moving. And, you know, you and I may not have fully understood or appreciated it when we were the beneficiaries of that mother's love, but most of us got some, and some of us got an awful lot. Uh, God shares some sacred things with us, including the power to create life, and he sends babies to us. And, you know, we dads, we are involved in all that other stuff, but... Um, overwhelmingly, it's mothers and their tremendous capability and devotion, which truly do the raising and the rearing of the young of humankind. And uh, at any rate, it's a sweet thing always to witness. If I see a mother and a child, I don't care what the deal is, I most always smile, right? That's a wonderful thing. Um... And again, we started this pointless discussion talking about a, a mother of three young girls, preschoolers, who was found shot dead in a dump, thrown away quite possibly by the man who fathered those children of hers. Horrible. Time for traffic and weather on 570 WSYR. Welcome back, friends. Uh, welcome back. Uh, an update on the escaped bison, uh, the buffalo out of uh, Bison Island um, in Otsego County in the town of Sharon, Bison Island Farm. There was a gate which uh, uh, held in a, a herd, I guess, about 130 buffalo, uh, slightly more than half of that, 75, are believed to escape. Three, 30 adult, uh, uh, three of which are bulls, and 45 of which are cal calves, meaning they're largely smaller uh, a buffalo. But the deal is that though these have been on the lamb for a little while now, um, the police really aren't any closer to knowing where they've gone. Now, over there uh, in Schoharie and Otsego counties, you know, there's a lot of uh, forested land and such, and there are places where, you know, buffalo could go and, and get lost. Um, but, you know, they are very large animals. They are atypical. They draw attention. And it's really kind of uh, stunning uh, that they have not yet been located. Authorities are saying that possibly uh, the herd, again, these 75 individuals, may have broken into three or four or more separate groups of, uh, of buffalo. And so they're out and about. And, and to be honest with you, there's a part of me that would love to see the bison reestablished as a wild animal in upstate New York, uh, where, you know, uh, it, it was. I mean, I think that the Iroquoian folk had largely um, exterminated the woods bison by the time, you know, uh, formerly European settlers got to upstate New York. But um, there was a buffalo native to these hills and these woods. It was a subspecies of the plains buffalo. Uh, of course, the problem is that, 
you know, we don't really live in a wild world, and we have fences, and we have roads, and uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, a lot of you know, we, you 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 don't be driving down the road and have a herd of buffalo all of a sudden uh, hit you know you hit your car with them. That'd be pretty bad. Anyway, the point being, so it is another day where the authorities don't know where these buffalo are. <clears throat> and um, that's amazing. So if you happen to see a herd of buffalo, uh, try to get a good description so we can call up and see if these are the buffalo we're looking for, I mean, as opposed to some other uh, group. You know, in all this uh, a hubbub over Donald Trump saying that Baltimore is, you know, like a heck hole or whatever like that, uh, trying to you know, get a little bit of a, a jab back at Congressman Elijah Cummings. An interesting deal out of all this is that um, <clears throat> if we got, and, and this is not not an idea that's original to me. I, I think I've seen it two or three places, so don't think I'm being smart or insightful right now. Um, but um, it, it, I wish that some of these Democrats got half as upset about the reality of horrific urban poverty and social dysfunction as they get uh, upset about Donald Trump tweets, right? There's been more condemnation <clears throat> by all sorts of Democrats <clears throat> of what Donald Trump uh, said about Baltimore than there has been about the reality um, of, of Baltimore and the fact that um, Baltimore is a wildly dysfunctional city in, in, in parts. And, and let me just say this. Syracuse is a wildly dysfunctional city in parts. We have some concentrations of poverty in Syracuse that are as staggering as anywhere in urban America. And that's not just some random stat. That's a fact. It's a heartbreak. And... <clears throat> The fact is that, and I don't want to play political, but in cities that have been run by Democrats for years and years and years, you have staggering amounts of social dysfunction, poverty, crime, sorrow, and obstacle in people's lives. And I wish that people cared as much about those who are impoverished as they hated Donald Trump, right? Because the reality of Baltimore's collapse has been ignored by the left. Um, but the supposed offense of Donald Trump's uh, tweet um, has been condemned and vilified by the left. And again, as I mentioned, smarter people than I have said, this heartbreak of we are... We care more about a Trump tweet, if you're a Democrat politician, than you care about the circumstance of these, you know, to be honest with you, uh, oppressed people in so many of America's cities. So anyway, uh, there's that. They're good at playing politics. They're not good at taking care of people. And that leaves a lot of people uh, in a pretty bad situation. It's time for news now, of course. Dave Smith will deliver that, and we'll be back when he's done on 570 WSYR. Well, that's beautiful music there. That is beautiful music. music. Uh, and nobody tell you any different from that. That's uh, for uh, sure. Real quick on this debate tonight, uh, the first of a two-night Democrat back-to-back -to -back debate. 
I think that it will not move the needle any more than did the last one. I, I don't know if most of those who've offered themselves up have anything uh, uh, that they truly bring to the table. I understand that Joe Biden, who's got almost a third of Democrats' support, has a large lead. He is a man of very significant accomplishment. He spent his whole life, uh, you know, working for the federal government as a senator or a vice president. But a lot of the rest of them are no-loads. They're just uh, duds. And uh, anyway, we'll see how it goes. It'll give the uh, pundit people something to talk about. I, I won't be one of them. I, I think that the election's in 2020, and I really don't need halfway through 2019 to get all worked up about it. And as I mentioned yesterday, there's an interesting little uh, statistical conundrum in which we uh, find ourselves right now. And it is that a plurality of people uh, would like to impeach Donald Trump, and a plurality of people don't want any of the Democrats uh, who are candidates to be president. So just think that through. I mean, what is, the, what is the path forward in that environment? The largest share of Americans want to see Trump impeached. The largest share of Americans uh, look at the Democrats and say, I don't want any of those. So it, it, we look to my Republican president, Donald Trump, and the largest group of people with an opinion says, we don't want him anymore. And then you look at... Um, the, the Democrat candidates who are supposedly the alternative to President Trump. And, you know, what you hear from the largest group of people who have an opinion is that they don't want any of them either. And for a country that values choice, that doesn't really seem to offer us uh, very much as we go forward. I have, you know, have mentioned several times that I've used ancestry DNA. You spit in a tube, send it off, and they uh, look up your genealogy a little bit. They analyze your DNA to see where you're from uh, by percentages, the various uh, 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 peoples who are your ancestors. And that's, that's fascinating. And there's also 23andMe, and there may be others as well. Uh, DNA allows us to look inside uh, and learn something about our past. As I've mentioned before in this show, there is uh, there's um, there's a, an unexpected uh, outcome of all this, and that is that uh, over a lot of years there have been a lot of family secrets um, uh, that that have not been told, and uh, they largely have to do with human reproduction. And who got who pregnant or who didn't get who pregnant. And I don't say that in, you know, a leering or a, a judgmental or condemning way because, you know, uh, we all pretty much got here the same way. And also because I really don't know that there are very many people or families who are uh, free from, uh, you know, again, we're all humans stumbling through life the best we can. But... Uh, as you know, I did a spit in a tube and ancestry DNA, and that led me to the process of discovering that the man I thought was my father was not my father. Um, and I discovered some new half siblings of mine uh, when I was, you know, about 55 years of age. And 
the I, I'm 60 now. Did I tell you that? Uh, uh, like last week or whatever, I, on my 60th birthday, I ran across the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Did I? Did I mention that? <laughs> you know how humble I am. I, I wouldn't bring that up. But uh, And then my, my sister-in-law, my wife's sister, she spits in a tube and uh, discovers that her dad's not her dad. That's a guy from across town, right? And that raises issue of, but hold it, what about these are my siblings? I love them, and I, you know, and they're only half siblings now, or, and also, oh my gosh, I'm now related to people from town. I mean, it's that's just a reality. Well, yesterday, uh, about halfway through the show, I get a uh, a message from a cousin of mine uh, saying uh, he, her father was my uh, mother's brother. And so I get a, 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 a message from this cousin of mine saying, uh, call me when you can. I want to ask you some questions. And so I'm driving home last night, and I give her a call. And is she, you know, we're, she and another couple of our cousins or more have all done the spit in the tube and get ancestry DNA. And you get periodic, um, like, updates that they will send you. Mine go into the... Uh, spam file, so I never read them. But you get updates of, oh, here are some relatives of yours. And as the DNA technology improves and as the uh, computing technology improves, they're able to knit together connections. And like, you know, uh, they can point out relatives. Oh, well, uh, this, this guy is probably your fifth cousin. Uh, this gal is your first cousin. This is your sibling. This is your parent. Um, anyway, that, that, that all can be done. But, but, but uh, a couple months ago, there had appeared in our little report from Ancestry DNA uh, a new cousin, a new first cousin, like a real cousin, right? Like the ones you usually know. And uh, it was uh, uh, a man. I, to be honest with you, I looked at it and I, I didn't think much of it. Because I have this new family, the man who turns out actually to be my father. There's a lot of his people I don't know anything about. And so I presumed, well, if I have a new first cousin, it's some member of his family has, you know, taken the test and now bingo, boingo, there in the computer. But um, uh, uh, my other, you see, my, my mother was one of seven children, uh, two girls and, and five boys. And cousins from that group also had this new first cousin. So at any rate, <clears throat> I'm driving down the road last night and talking to my cousin, uh, and we're trying to figure out exactly who, how this guy was related. The, the, and what has to be is that <clears throat> one of those seven children uh, of my grandmother is, is his parent. And we ruled out the two females in that group of seven children because um, it's harder for a woman to conceal um, a parenthood. And, you know, my mother, this, this, this new cousin was born in 1967. I, you know, was living with my mother in 1966 and 1967, and she did not have any children of which I am unaware, right? I... You know, I had a little brother. He came along in that time frame. I remember that pregnancy. I remember his birth. Uh, he's still with us. And so um, but I knew it wasn't my mother because there was not a 
time or a place or a way in, in that year that she could have had a child that no one would know about. And similarly, my Aunt Lonnie, uh, we had the same thing as well. That left the five uh, sons of my grandmother. One of them uh, had to be this guy's father. And so I'm talking to my, my uh, cousin, and it, my mother's brother, uh, brother's daughter, and on her ancestry DNA, this guy popped up as a first cousin. And I said, well, we know it wasn't your dad, right? If it was your dad who was the father, then it would say sibling, not first cousin. So, and then there's one other cousin uh, whose the father was in this family group, and she also had this guy pop up as a cousin and not a sibling. So it wasn't her dad. Okay, that left three um, sons of my my grandmother. One of them, uh, a young Marine, had died four years before this man was born. So um, it wasn't him. That left two, uh, my Uncle Marlon and my Uncle Al. And, um, you know, it, it, and then I said, do, do we have a picture of the guy? And it, one was able to be secured rather quickly. And I looked down at it and uh, while driving down the road, and it's like, man, that guy looks, that's Uncle Marlon, right? And, you know, we, at that time, Uncle Marlon was not married that anybody knew of. And, you know, whether he knew he had this child or not, uh, I can't say. And again, there's, there's really no point to all this from your standpoint. But, you know, at some point um, in 1967, uh, my uncle, who was a man, he was a little mentally handicapped. Um, he was a very rough and coarse person. He was good-hearted. I always loved him. And I think he loved me. Um, but he, uh, he had a hard life. He was mistreated uh, as a kid coming up. Got burned bad in a farm accident when he was a teenager working. He uh, uh, he, he dropped out of uh, school in the seventh grade, uh, but he'd gotten to be sixteen by the seventh grade. You know what I'm saying? But uh, at any rate, so we have a new cousin, and that's all my lame story uh, of of yesterday driving home from work. And the the reason I bring it up is because I don't think that people in my family are the only ones who had some of these events come up. And it may happen in your family. And there may be, you know, old grandmas and aunts or whomever right now who are kind of living in terror at a technology which threatens to reveal old secrets and possibly, you know, shake up old family understandings or maybe even endanger marriages and stuff like that. Let me give you my advice on that in just a moment on 570 WSYR. I forgot. This, I'm supposed to do an ad. I, I swear I'm awake and trying to do my job. I'm eager to bring your attention to the good people at Woodford Brothers. And there's a very simple connection I want in your mind. Woodford Brothers equals basement. Whatever work you need done uh, in, to, around your basement is done in this region by the experts at Woodford Brothers. Their website, Woodford Brother, check that, basementbrothersradio.com. And, and, and what do I mean? I, I live in a house built in 1840, for example. It has a fieldstone uh, foundation. 
If you're unsure, is that holding up? Does it need more mortar here, there, the other where? You go to Woodford Brothers, basementbrothersradio.com. If you think that your house may be settling, doors are kind of sticking or something like that, that's Woodford Brothers, basementbrothersradio.com. If your basement is is wet, there's standing water, if it just smells a little mildewy, or if it is unfinished and you'd like to turn it into a real room, that's all in the basement. That's all in the bailiwick of Woodford Brothers. Contact them at basementbrothersradio.com. Welcome back, friends. I uh, will come back to your, uh, uh, you know, how uh, your grandma got pregnant by someone other than grandpa in a second. But I just received a, a text from a, a person in law enforcement. Uh, I can tell you who it was. I don't know if you saw, but there was a horrific uh, uh, automobile wreck uh, night before last down um, in Allegheny County, New York. It involved uh, students at a place called Dansville Central School. Uh, four people were killed, all teenagers. Three of them were students, uh, 14 and 16, at this school. And um, I noticed in watching uh, news, television news reporting on this accident that the state police spokesman for uh, that region, that troop, it's Troop E over that way, um, as he's recounting it, I could see in his eyes that this was kicking the heck out of him. And I, I just mentioned in a, in, a, in a tweet that I don't think I'd ever seen, you know, that, that much pain in that man's eyes. And he just sent me uh, a text uh, talking about the great difficulty that it was for those troopers uh, again, they, they, they serve the families. They did their job. They're professionals 24-7, 365. But they just had broken hearts at these poor families who are mourning the loss of their children. And you know, I know it goes without saying, but on the other side of the badge, even for the ones like the troopers who don't wear badges, uh, on the other side of the badge beats a human heart that feels just as much pain and concern and compassion as yours or mine. Now... Uh, should you take the uh, uh, DNA uh, for your genealogy and it turn out that, you know, uh, grandpa wasn't the father of your mother or something along those lines, I say let it bygones be bygones. And if you've been loved and raised, then that's all you need to know about family. And people are complex beings who all have need to forgive and to be forgiven. And I'm not going to worry too much about who slept with who 10 or 20 or 40 or 70 or 80 or 100 years ago. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to look at the people who sprang from it and the good they did and the emotion we feel for them. So uh, I know these things rock boats, <clears throat> but don't let them break hearts or break up families. I need to run. God bless you. Keep your chin up. God bless the United States of America. News is next with Dave Smith. Then you and I will be back here tomorrow afternoon, 3 to 6 on 570 WSYR.